Hello everyone, this is Diana Castro and this is Leaders with a Mission Home Edition. And today I have someone who I would love to bring to you because he's gonna bring innovative ideas and really fun stuff to amp your marketing. Here is this person, his name is Frank Idias and let me tell you a little bit about him. I would describe Frank as the go-to person for marketing and business growth advice. He's sound advice that is driven by service and fueled by creativity. He's a wealth of information and selfless support. He's someone I admire when it comes to creating with purpose and strategy. With you, Frank. Hello, Frank. Hi, Diana. How are you? I'm good. You again? Yeah, so... He, you know, sometimes you don't spill like the beans in the behind the scenes, but we've had a few, just a few couple of technical issues with this um, Zoom meeting, so we can do this. So Frank, I wanted to bring you today because I know that when it comes to marketing, you are someone who brings innovation and ideas and things for people to kind of gravitate, to shift perspectives and move businesses forward. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do um, so people get a sense of specifically what is your area of expertise and then I wanna shift into um, brainstorming ideas for businesses to stay visible um, through this COVID times. Sure, sure. So, so Dysher Creative Strategies is our company and it focuses on branding, website design, and website management. That sounds, that sounds very narrow, but it's actually quite broad. Because um, under the scope of branding, basically, we are become orchestra directors. Anything that is creative, writing, um, the process of imagining what the brand is going to do, look, or say, um, is our world. Uh, we then incorporate people in video. We'll incorporate printing. We'll incorporate you know, app development. Whatever it is that it's going to be, it's going to help the company promote itself. Um, as far as... Uh, What's really, I think, unique about us is that by nature, I'm always looking at the future. Um, when I speak with a customer and I'm listening, um, doing a workshop or you know, doing a brand discovery, trying to figure out how to tell the story, um, by nature, I'm just always thinking two steps ahead and wondering what that's going to look like. And so when I'm designing, I'm not designing for the moment, which I think it's a pure injustice when a designer does that. Um, I'm designing for what's happening next year, the year after that. How am I, you know, what kind of story do I need to tell today that is actually going to support the sales or story that you're um, going to be doing tomorrow? Um, so, you know, that's sort of the, 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 the secret sauce, if you will, that we, that it, that we bring to it. Perfect. Yeah. And that's precisely what I wanted to bring you over because you have this ability of seeing three steps ahead. and when you go through these branding strategies, we kind of share similarities on how we do branding strategy, but we translate them in completely different mediums. For I, I remember when we were doing exercises and we were going through um, our own process because we share some clients. It was very interesting to see that the core information was the same, but I would lean more towards the emotional portions of things, like the emotional connection, the story, and you would lean towards the financials. You would lean towards the, the 
the other side that makes the business the makes the story make sense when it comes to selling and creating leads um, in the written word in the in the in the web world so that's something that I, I I know we can we can tap into to help people you know shift perspectives and see possibilities what what do you think that is going on right now that are there any opportunities that are being missed by some because they're um, they're too into the problem. What, what have you noticed? So, um, so the customers, I think they're all over the place, right? Some customers are, are completely, um, freaked out and, and not knowing what to do. Some customers are beginning to maybe open up and see that there's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I think the ones that are being smartest are the ones that are thinking of this strategic you know, whenever there's a crisis, there's an opportunity, you know, and it doesn't have to be that it's a negative thing or, or, or is that a, or is that a, an evil thing to see opportunities in, in, in a crisis? It just means that you are assessing the situation and seeing what happens. So one of the things that, that struck me, um, you know, as this, all of this was happening for about 13 years, we had Royal Caribbean. Celebrity Cruise Lines and SMR, which all a family of cruise ships. And they were our customers for about 13 years. And at the time, you know, I really didn't understand how such a small little business like ourselves was, was able to, you know, hold on, first catch this customer and then hold on to it uh, for as long as we did. And what I realized um, over the years was that, you know, we picked them up post 9-11, when the economy was struggling, similar to it is right now, um, probably not as bad, but similar to it is right now. Um, and it opened up opportunities, as I realized, it opened up opportunities for small companies that could work faster, uh, be creative with smaller budgets, uh, to come in into a big company that needed tighter, needed to work with tighter budgets, even though their budgets were still, you know, phenomenal for our standards. And so it allowed us to be able to tap into that type of customers. And for 13 years, you know, we were, it were you know, right in it. So the way I see it right now, I am looking at that. It's like, yeah, you know, our customer is still our small business focus. That's still our, our, our number one, you know, client but i'm seeing the opportunity of reaching out to these bigger accounts because they have budgets that they're going to have to utilize and we can leverage um, a lot of talent for a lot less money um, and i and that's the kind of stuff that i think people need to be paying attention to and that works for you know the consultant you know the, the marketing consultant the business consultant the business coach you know the uh that works for any any type of business any type of talent that before was either in-house or was being outsourced to a much larger brand now the small guys have an opportunity because the bigger guys have still have you know the bigger um fixed costs at the end of the day so that's yeah. something for sure that i'm seeing i love that i love that because it's a shift in perspective some people Oh, no, nobody wants to invest because 
um, you know, the economy or whatever reason. So they're still looking at their playing field and they see that they have no options. Now there's an opportunity for them to up level their playing field and put themselves in a position where they can ask bigger companies to, to explore working with them, to become partners with them, to, to join forces. So that's pretty cool that having that opportunity now because they have to let go of all of their marketing department or all of their printing department, whatever that is, the smaller businesses still can deliver for them at a, yeah. at a very affordable rate. So that's pretty cool. Yep. No, absolutely. And then, and, and for sure there's, there's that, that space right now where, where it's, it's, and it's not going to last like, you know, the next three months, this is not something that is going to change in the last next six months. You know, we went in, it lasted over a decade. You know, it's, it was a, it was an ongoing relationship for over a decade because things don't come back around quickly and reassembling teams or, you know, you know, the evolution of technology itself all of a sudden lends other opportunities that things are not necessarily going to go back exactly to the way they were before. Uh, and so it creates a space where, you know, you don't have to think that you're just going to operate like this for a few months or you're going to operate or you're going to be able to tap into these people for a few days. Um, this is going to be ongoing. Um, the, the one thing, though, that I think it's, it's interesting at this point is those companies that invested in their image um, and, their, and, and having a solid brand uh, so that they look the part. They're going to be ahead of those companies that were just kind of lagging on their image simply because those larger companies are going to, you know. Partner up with people that look well. Yeah, they're customers at the end of the day. They're people. So they, you know, they see something, you know, they, they see graphics, they see message, they see videos, they see writing, they see everything that works well and shows them, gives them the cues that this is a trustworthy company. This is a serious company. It's just happened to be a small company. Um, those people have, have, you know, can make a, a, an educated, you know, hiring by those kinds of cues as opposed to the company who is now having to revamp and say, Oh my God, I need to revamp my image. Um, which is usually what happens. No, you know, this is, you know, what some customers come in and they, they, they're amping their image because they're seeing the next opportunity. Some customers is because their last opportunity went away and now they have to figure out how to do things. Um, that to me is, is what's coming for my world and for anybody who can service a large brand um, just the same as they did for small business. So the other thing that I'm, I'm seeing also, and please let me, let me know if you agree, is people having to revisit their services and kind of like narrow down so that they, or, or maybe not, maybe actually amplify their, their menu. Um, for me, what I see that is working for me is actually like narrowing something down where I become the go-to person for one solution. And then if that solution works for them and they want to go to the next step, then it, it becomes more of a relationship um, than a transactional relationship. Like, wh what do you think? Is it 
Well, is it something for specific businesses or is that something that is generalized? So it's always easier. It's always easier to sell something when the focus is narrower. It's easier to focus because you're able to tell the story simpler. You're able to create products and services that are um, more tailored to that, you know, that specific need. Um, I, I will tell you though, I saw, uh, you know, I belong to a digital agency group. Um, and even though, you know, they, 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 uh, they are bigger than us in, in business, um, were that were probably doing best before COVID-19, um, got hit hardest after. And part of it was because they were so tailored to a specific industry, let's say plumbers or attorneys. And all of a sudden, uh, if you know, the, the world changes and maybe that group of people um, are not as busy as they were before. So for example, uh, one specific you know, agency is focusing on travel and tourism. Well, they're in trouble because now they got to scramble to totally you know, go out and look for completely different client base. And if they had really, really, you know, tailored their services to that specific industry, all of a sudden they got to reinvent. Um, but for sure, the, the tighter the, the, the view of who your ideal target is, you know, it's easier to, to speak with them and, and stuff. Now, what I think will happen is you, you start having to be creative about pivoting into other services. So things that before perhaps were you know in your back burner, sort of like the after conversation, um, all of a sudden may find itself that it's in the front okay. and being talked about most. Um, so those those adjustments for sure are happening and 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 need to happen. For example, uh, a printer is in serious trouble. Why? Because a printer deals with paper that you you know, something that you hold on, it deals with you going to an event where there's a banner and you see it. A printer means uh, marketing materials that you, you know, send to your customer or proposals that you handed out, um, all those kinds of things. And right now that world is sort of stopped. On pause, Anything yeah. Anything that is event related is stopped, so that means that there's no banners, there's no you know roll-up you know displays, there's no pop-ups, there's no flyers to be handed out, and no trade shows. There, you know, so so the printer right now is in in a serious predicament. Besides the fact that it was already a a, a, a difficult industry, be, just because you know digital has has become so prevalent, um, it also this amplifies their, their difficulty because all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I can't even, you know, what, what they make, I can't really receive, you know, the, the bags, you know, at the trade shows, you know, the pens, all that stuff. It's like, we don't want to touch anything. Yeah. So. It's hard. It's hard for, I think that every business now is dealing with this with different pain points. Um, and like there are organizations like BNI, I'm not longer within the BNI family, um, but you still in there. You guys have had to also shift gears. Yep. And we were talking about it that, you know, now it's, it's the Zoom and the video to still have like that connection. Um, we've had everyone, like even 
like the school teachers, we've all have to adapt because now our parents are the teachers and it's just so much fun, right? Um, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know, but, it, but it's also creating, you know, back to the opportunities, it's also creating opportunities. So, so for example, you know, two months ago, if I told somebody, let's Zoom, um, they would have said, what? Now, people are gonna be left trained with, with this new technology. It's gonna be easy for them to, to request to have a meeting with, you know, via Zoom. You know, I have customers now all of a sudden that, you know, instead of telling me, hey, let's, let's jump on a call, they're telling me, let's Zoom. Like, it didn't happen yeah. two months ago. Nobody ever, you, yeah. know, you know, wanted to be doing that. So in my case, for example, what I'm seeing is, all right, I used to do brand discoveries, which were workshops basically with, you know, one-on-one -on -one in person, you know, sometimes it was a room full of people, you know, 10 people, whatever, but um, oftentimes it was just, you know, completely one-on-one, -on -one, very personal. Uh, I'm seeing the opportunities that, that I can take this online. I just need to all of a sudden create a curriculum that I am get to, you know, guide uh, online. So, and, and my audience or the possible audience will be trained now to go in and say, okay, yeah, it's comfortable enough to go on Zoom. You know, I love, that. I, I love that. Even our kids, like now it's easier for them to to do something like that. And 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 for me, as you know, like I have a workshop, well, I've I've had a workshop for, for over a, a year and a half, like almost two years now. And it was live. Now it I had to reinvent and readapt. And uh, now it's virtual. And the most beautiful thing is, and like it gives you this sense that you're not limited to a physical space. You're actually now possibly yeah. like a global, you have global reach. Anyone with an internet connection could actually jump into your workshop, which it, it expands completely your scope of, of reach. That yeah. is a huge opportunity. So what I'm hearing is, you know, people who are in, who usually for the most part, their customer avatar is a small business. And they see that within their space, within their sphere, there's not a lot of um, opportunity. Now the universe got whatever is giving them the opportunity to level up, to ask bigger companies to give them a chance so that they can perform at a tighter budget for the big company at a fair, good price for the small company, the same services. So yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. And, then through, and then through social media and through Skype and Zoom, the opportunity to provide the same services or even different services virtually expands you know, exponentially gives you a bigger audience, you know, given that your audience also shares, you know, internet connection and things like that. So, and it also, and it also, you know, it actually provides the opportunity for you to do the same services, but more leveraged. So for example, you know, the, the way I'm seeing it is normally I had, I had a one relationship with, you know, I had a one, one with, uh, the process of brand discovery with a customer. Um, now I can actually have maybe two, three different brands 
um, on the same call and actually work off together um, at, a, at a perhaps a better rate because it's easier because I have three of them at the same time and it's easier because you know you're you're it's just more convenient that you the way you're doing it so you can do more of them yeah so, that's how I do my workshops my workshops because there's more people you leverage every you know you're serving more people which and then in turn the the savings are shared by everyone you're able to provide savings yeah no absolutely so I'd see all of those things happening and and and, and people um just have to get get on with it and, and realize, okay, just somebody moved your cheese and the world changed <laughs> a bit. Now that doesn't mean to me, you know, like I, I you know, I, I, I still want to go to a BNI networking event. You know, uh, I, I, can, I can easily describe myself as an introvert and yet I find the need, I, have, I realized very quickly that I found the need, the desire to go and talk to people and connect and shake hands and and, and, and do that, the normal stuff that we see as business as usual, the traditional stuff. Um, and I don't see that going away as least as long as there is a, a, a generation that feels more, uh, more attracted to it. Um, you know, things evolve, you know, and things change. The truth is, you know, when the, when, when the phone was invented, it's not like people stop having meetings. Now we're able to make a phone call and talk to somebody on the phone and keep business moving forward without having to, uh, without having to drive to somewhere. But things didn't completely change. I see it like that. You know, video is another device now. It's another tool that we get to, to work with. Yeah, radio. it's like TV didn't replace radio, right? You know, like it's an upgrade um but it's just how we see things so um it's a shift it's really yeah. what it is it's a shift and by the way you know it's a shift we were all going on an ongoing shift maybe this accelerated the shift um but that's not necessarily too bad of a re of a, of a thing because if you were thinking that or if you find that this is a good opportunity being able to do video um, and Zoom meetings and workshops through online and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's going to be easier now because you're going to have customers that were trained. Yes, <laughs> to, I love to, that. To do this. You know, like when I started for productions a, a long, a long, seven years ago, not, not that long ago, but to me, it's, it's been quite Already a long seven. time. Um, <laughs> I remember... I wanted to create an online business, like an, an online based business, because it, it, like I didn't want to like go out and I just wanted to be easy, like to, to, to make it systematic to, that's why I was really big with like, Oh, I have to find a way to create an invoice that has my contracts that, you know, records payment. Like for me, systems are key to moving at a faster velocity. Right. Like it, systems are just important for small businesses wonderful, the most wonderful thing in the whole universe they save you they save your mental health and they save your pocketbook and they save you time so systems rock um and now with this opportunity of communicating online it's been what you said it's just done on me yes like instead of having to you know get ready and you know drive for an hour to go meet your client to oh my god it's just so 
if you don't have to, you don't have to. Like now people are gonna be trained to be online and even like the people who were reluctant, now they're, they, they have been trained. This is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and at least they'll be more open about about the process. You know, they won't feel the the the, the struggle to to uh, to incorporate it in in you know how you function. Um, so yeah, that that's those are the things that I see. You know, you know I I, I see those those businesses with high touch points. You know, like the the salons and the um, the bars, um, even the restaurants. I see them having a harder time. Um, because, you know, people are going to find a way to have, you know, meet family at home. So they'll still buy food and they'll still buy liquor and they're still going to, you know, celebrate with the people that they trust in the, their circle. Um, what they're not going to find so easy is to go and hang out somewhere where there's a big crowd that they're not, you know, that it's not their, their close group. Um, yeah. so those to me are the, the, the the industries that I see, you know, and then, you know, if I was, you know, I have, I have a customer in, in the, in the hospitality industry, you know, they're, they're in the Caribbean. It's a, a luxury hotel. And I'm having conversations with them saying, listen, you know, this is actually the time to start thinking about your, your message post um, COVID-19 because if we wait for you know the week after this went down or you know the, when we start seeing the numbers going down enough that you're going to be able to open your place and all those kinds of things um, that are that are already in motion to do business then you're actually late all of a sudden you're going to be rushing and running and trying to scramble as to what is would be the ideal thing um, yes for people in the hospitality you have you know you'll have Royal Caribbean, you're going to have celebrity cruise lines. You're going to have, you know, every cruise line, every hotel, every resort around the world is all of us going to suddenly be fighting for that attention. Um, so when to pivot, I actually wrote a blog that is, that is probably being posted. I think my, my, my developers posting it today or, or might've already been posted. Um, and, and it's one of those things. And, and one of those three tips in the marketing that I'm talking about is saying, you know, you got to keep your ear to the ground to know when you're going to pivot. And to me, the pivot is happening right now. It's, it's not that we're going to get back to business next week, and it's not going to get back to business maybe in next month. But it does mean that, what, that there's a feeling of people already saying, okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. What are we going to do? How can we tell the story? And the longer you wait to kind of make that jump, the further you are behind whoever made that jump. So th that, that's how I see it. You know, the, this is the next month to me is a month for people to plan. And that's what I'm feeling in my business. You know, three weeks ago, it was pretty quiet. You know, we were working on projects that were already going. Right now, we're pretty busy. And it's companies that are beginning to think this is coming to an end. What's next? Yeah. And I think it's a really good time to start documenting your journey so you can actually share that story with your clients. You can actually show, um, you know, have a connection with your audience based on your brand values and how you dealt with um, 
with this crisis. I, I do feel, and, and, and this is because I'm a very idealistic person, but to me, you discover the character of someone based on how they act in moments of crisis. So a business that is willing to share a story from the point of view that, you know, um, we didn't want a few to suffer. We would rather all suffer a little bit. You know, we would rather not see, you know, a few suffer a lot. And we would rather, you know, us suffer everyone a little bit to maintain, to keep, to try to keep this business. Documenting that journey, documenting how you did your best to not leave people without a job, to maintain, you know, safety for your customers, to maintain safety for, it gives you a narrative that people are are going to gravitate towards. Well, it thinks of, you know, it's, it, it gives you a full campaign is what it gives you. Yes. So for, so for example, um, I know I, I, I have, a, have a couple of private schools in the city that are customers. Um, one of them particularly that, I'm, that has, has had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, parents and students very active in this in this whole thing, um, making masks and people you know parents who are doctors who have amazing stories and those kinds of things. So we're going to be working. You know, we you know we already know that next next month we're going to be working on on the on the alumni publication. Mm -hmm. um, but I would love to go a step further and say geez, you have a campaign, not just, okay, we created a publication with good stories. I'm talking about, you can have a campaign of what the parents of this school are all about, what the, the students in this school are all about. And yeah. it's tragic if they wait until things go back to normal. Um, yeah. it's because a it's a waste right now you, yeah, well, right now you could be asking these, 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 these doctors, send me some selfies of things that are happening. S mm -hmm. Help me document so we can tell a story. Uh, you could tell the students, you know, record when you're doing masks. You know, you have so much opportunities to do so many things to create that story. And it's, like I said, it's not the end. Um, we're, this is like, we're like in the middle, if you will, of like the real tragic portion of this. Um, it's the perfect moment to start pivoting to that. Um, I'm kind of happy, you know, we did, we, we, we did this, um, this interview now rather than a few weeks back because right now it's a better, it's, it's a, more of an opportunity, you know, before the conversation was more about, oh my God, the world's going to end and, you know, relax, take it easy. No, the world is not going to end. You know, there's things that you can do. Um, yeah. right now is, Hey, the world didn't end. There's an opportunity for you. These are some of the ideas that you can do to make your make a huge story um, for your company. And so to me, that's, you know, for example, you know, a, a, a hotel right now could be talking about um, and documenting what they're going to be doing to sanitize their property when this is done or how they are certifying their employees. Right? So that when they open, they're certified as specific cleaning, you know, procedures. Um, those kinds of stories, if you wait 
to come up with them at the end. You know? Yeah, you're not going to be able to. Is it's, it? it's too late. This is the time to get your phone and get your video raw skills on the go. I, I, and, and that might sound like something I shouldn't be saying because I'm a video production company. Um, and you know, that's my livelihood, but in reality, it's not, I, I mean, um, everyone has a, a camera in their pocket. It is their duty to capture this so that at some point later on, when there is a budget to create a really amazing video to showcase a really big, awesome story, then they're going to need us to be able to do that for them. But we have to have ingredients to cook with. So, and I do feel like right now there's so much opportunity for business to embrace online and embrace like the rawness of things and, and, and the, it's just a really good time to see possibilities rather than, you know, um, yeah. just, not see like not having the mentality to ask yourself how can i use this to make me better and rather staying into oh my god i'm gonna lose this i'm gonna lose that i guess everyone has the right to go through that process but my point is i hope that people don't stay stuck in that process because that's just it's not it's not gonna help you get better it's just gonna sink you faster well, and I think that what's going to happen is that there's always, and that's just everything in life, there's, there's both sides. Those two types of customers are always there. You know, there's the customers who are, you know, they're just going to um, wait and, and hope that things are right so that they can start, you know, reacting. Um, and then there are other customers that are going to jump ahead and just get a little bit um, more prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's just like everything in life, I, I suppose, you know, it's the, 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 what I just see is the opportunity to, um, to tell a story right now and to prepare and to plan, you know, where there's more time. And I hope to God that people are taking advantage of that and thinking about it instead of sitting around watching TV and, you know, suffering through this or figuring out that the world, you know, it really is coming to an end, you know. Yeah. The way I see it is very simple. You know, if if the world is coming to an end, then it's coming to an end, and it's then we're done. You know, let's you know the story ended. Um, yeah, but the yeah. truth is that it's not. You know, you're seeing you know all kinds of businesses opening. You're seeing the world open up. You know, it's just you know we're in our in our path and our journey. So it'll come to an end, and things will happen. We'll move again. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, what, what kind of story do you want to tell at the end? And, you know, how are you giving yourself a chance to succeed? I think like one of the things for me, um, which is actually kind of like my manifesto in, in what we believe as, as, as for productions is people, people want and need the visibility. And this is the perfect time for people to actually take time to plan out their content, take time to to actually become visible for the right reasons, for the right things, to actually tell their story better. And these times, they help us do that. They, they kind of like, they make us question things in a different way. So I'm really excited for what's possible. Um, Frank, I wanted to ask you, where can people find you? Where, if people w w wanna kind of check 
where they're at in their in their story in their website um sure well they can find us uh, at dicercreative.com you know and that's d-a-i-s-h-o creative.com um they can call uh, the office line 305-234-5617 and they can call me directly you know, uh, to myself that's 305-333-1322 um our business is very personable you know i, I am in in front of the creative in front of the message in front of the brand i am the one putting the stuff together for you um the people behind me um, are being leveraged for execution at a broader scale uh, for sure development in that kind of in that kind of stuff um but the one-on-one -on -one is is the stuff that i'm looking for and whether it's going to be done on video or done in person you know it, it'll still be you know personable awesome thank you so much for this conversation i really enjoyed it thank you for sticking through this whole thing um, and for those of you who are looking to position your brand as leaders in the industry and you would like to have tips and resources, I'm going to invite you to visit us at fourproductions.com, where if you subscribe, you'll receive a weekly, you know, tips and free information on how to position your brand as a leader with the power of video. Thank you so much. Until next time.